I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. <laughs> hey, hoes and tricks. Welcome to yet another episode. <laughs> no, not that either. Okay, welcome to yet another episode, guys, of Horrible Decisions. I am one half of this podcast right here that you're tuned into. My name is Mandy B, and I am sitting right next to... Hi, I'm Weezy. We have a guest here who's like, have you ever done a podcast before? We just had to do this shit eight fucking times. Again. We did not do it eight times. Just five. We just did it a few How times. How would you open? Uh, do you have a podcast, Lola? I had a podcast. It's since pretty much indefinitely done, but I'm starting a new one that's about fantasy football. So absolutely nothing to do with Can that. you try I to give us it. a new intro? Just, just like try to improv it right now. I actually just like starting a conversation so then you jump into it right in the middle of the conversation. Oh, you're one of those I love type those of podcasts. Podcasts. What does that mean? I do that I do that on my other pod. Same. And I don't know if I really like it because sometimes we'll really be talking and it's just like I have to tell Parks okay, Parks start it now. Like so I don't know. I I do like the intro type of I actually hey, like this is listening me. to people talk. Yeah, so I like you're when, like getting a snippet of. I, I like it that way, like, right? But but when you control your boards and and you and it's you and Eddie, so that makes sense. But when when we have someone where like say we're just really having a conversation, and it's just like, damn, this is really what I want to want on the mic, but the engineer doesn't know that this is really what I want on the mic, so we have to be like. All right, now press play, get this. And you it know just what I think I like it so casual though. Like I was recently telling somebody in conversation of um trying to learn to interview, trying to take breaths, trying to hold questions so that you're not interrupting, right? Things like that. I was like, that's why I prefer to feel conversational. So the pressure isn't on for the interview. Because no, I'm not a rude person or want to interject and, you know, make someone feel bad. But why does it keep happening to me? And I've like really been trying to learn why the cutting off is going on. And I'm like, well, as long as I start the podcast with a conversation and not formal, they won't be mad that I'll fuck up. Nope, nope. They are and they will. And they were forever <laughs> still be upset All right, well, that there's some cutting off going on. Uh, anyways, though, I do want to introduce our guests for this week's episode. Uh, by the way, I couldn't tell because you have curls. Yes. Are you white? 
I am white. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> you're only one of the handful that we've had here on this podcast. Oh, I feel so honored. So, you know, there's <laughs> Like, you really pressure. have to be a good one, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's pressure, but no. Can you uh, imagine if we what? had a bat? Like, we've had some black people on there. They, they were problematic, and we found out later. Can you imagine if that happened with somebody white we had on? Oh, yeah, you can't be problematic. You can't. I'll tell you all my shit. I'll tell you all Never do it. Yeah. When you're out at a fucking comedy club when they're back open and someone makes a black joke, hold it in. What? Hold the oh my God, shut up. Anyways, guys, we are joined today by Lola Jean, the squirting queen. Um, And I actually found her through Tiana, uh, who was a former guest, former previous past, all of that, uh, guest of ours on this show. And so just so you guys know, if you ever had any questions, wanted myths debunked, wanted to learn maybe how to. Is it piss? We're going to... No. No, so tell us right now. We're not answering that right now. You saw the motherfucking outline. I didn't even Yuck. look at it. Just tell us this if it's piss. This, this, is, this is why bro. she don't follow. It's a bro. podcast. Right. Is it pee, but man? I have an outline and I want people to really... I want to... No, we're going to debunk all of the stuff about squirting in the horrible decision this week. Huh? You know what's being... Is, is this what we're doing? Is this what we're doing? Honestly, I've I've kind of stirred that You didn't question. do anything. She's control freaking right now. I, I am control freaking right now because, bitch, I really no. focused on this outline here. Damn. Anyways, I, you finished or you done? I, you know what? My whole back just about to be turned to you. This <laughs> if you guys are watching episode. on YouTube, you yeah. will see that we have been having a whole conversation telepathically, damn near lip singing like this. And you got no answers. Anywho, uh, you are the squirting <laughs> queen. And I did want to ask you because it's in your bio. Yes. Is it really true that you hold the record for volume squirting? Yes, it's true. I, I set the record and I have kept the record. How do you the know? The world record. Was Tiana, was the, Tiana helped me plan it. She measured the squirt. That was so, okay, like the best volume, volume squirting, is it the amount or the the distance you shot it? Volume. So it's not the velocity. <laughs> what, 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 bruh? Volume, <laughs> velocity, whatever. I don't have That's control over my it. velocity. Bro, what, the, the fuck is your problem, Wazy? Nothing. I just, you're not even looking at me. Just go, dude. And then take it off the TV so Mandy can't see what <laughs> no, I'm doing. Please. No, keep, keep it here, sir. Volume 50, means... 50, 50. I'll call the lawyer if <laughs> oh, we yeah. have to break this up. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> keep it up there on the goddamn TV. But volume is amount. Amount, yeah. How 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 much you scored it? So I did it. So it's not a Guinness record because Guinness is a family organization. But I did it by Guinness <laughs> standards, which means I use the unit of milliliters. So but who'd you compare it to? What? Who do you compare it to to know you hold oh, the record? Oh, so for I mean, no one had it. So <laughs> I emailed Guinness. I I signed up. I like all the forms, and they're like. Sorry, we're we're a family organization. We don't do that. So basically, did some researching. If I have enough journalists, witnesses, I'll have it. But I did it to Guinness standards. So within Guinness, you do things within a one minute, two minute, or sixty minute period. I'm not doing sixty. Yeah. So I did one minute period and then measured it. The stipulations were of only the assistance of one's person. So meaning my hand. So no toys, no partners. Whose stipulation was that? Me. Oh. My hand. Yeah. I was like, they were like, we're a family organization, but hey. We will let you know. <laughs> we will send someone. So do you have to film it for it to be like, how does, how do you prove it? Yeah. You had to film it? You Well, I did film it. It was on a documentary for uh, Epics called Sex Life. But I had an event because I don't do things small. So I had a kinky carnival with about 300 people that were there. We reached capacity, so I, which I didn't think would happen. So sorry to the people that were waiting outside. But I had a whole event and there was the culmination the witnesses were there. Usually you have like a Guinness person who's yeah. going to be for Guinness. Um, but yeah, it was, there were enough witnesses, journalists, it's on TV. How much did you have to drink prior to this event? 
So and I do I do squirting performances as well. And when I do this, I like prep my body, but I I really think it's all mental because I drink a lot of water, but I'm also peeing for the next like three hours afterwards. And I've been like dehydrated and then squirted a lot. So I drank a decent amount of water to make sure there was like ample water ready to pee. No. <laughs> hey, bruh, this, we, we ain't gonna do this the whole episode, bruh. But like, hey, nah, bruh, I got beef right now with you. So do I. Do you, should because we address people, it now? This is like a, we don't talked about This is a constant in, oh, conversation. It, we have definitely talked To the talked point about. where if someone brings up squirting, we talk about it, right? Tell us the contrast with why, because obviously in order to squirt, you need to be hydrated. But at the same time, how Actually, is it? No. Because, but they say that you're unable to even have your vagina be lubricated to even be wet if you're dehydrated. So you're drinking water. You said you're normally- You just need patience. I was about to say, I disagree with that only because we've also talked about uh, drinking liquor does dehydrate your body. But just because I'm drunk or just because I've been drinking doesn't necessarily mean that I won't be wet that night. But I'm not talking about fluids. I'm talking about water. Well, yeah, our, but, but, how much percentage of our bodies are water? It's like something ridiculous. Something right? like the earth, right? Yeah. Like it's like 80% <laughs> yeah, right. water but I'm saying or something. The no? saying it's not pee, right? Like, so when people say that it's urine, even when they're testing squirt, there is some urine in there. Like, just let's talk about how it's not. Because you said it's she not. She said, we going to talk we about this right now. We had a doctor on this said it was. Do you, well, do you, see, a, we do you a, see this shit, Edith? What do you mean? What is so crazy about what I'm doing right well, now? Well, we'll talk about, like, firstly, it's squirt. That's why we call it squirt. Otherwise, we'd call it sexy pee. Okay. Uh, if we're going to talk about, like, the research <laughs> that goes into it, a lot of, like, the, the re, like, the, even it's a doctor, the research that goes into squirting, the studies, like, have a control of, like, 10 people or something. And, okay. like, when it's... If it's the ones where it's like, let's see if everyone can squirt, it's like, well, how are you stimulating these people? Are you recognizing that each person has their own like learned experience with their body? But for what it constitutes of, I think that when we're studying squirting, we should be studying people who reliably squirt. Um, but that's hard to do within a control. Now, with the porn stars, like mm. I, we interviewed, I can't remember her name. It was really early on, but she said that squirting porn stars were drinking mad water, right? And in that point, is squirting on command pee? Like, can you squirt on command and it actually be squirt? Or are, are those instances actually pee? So I have, and maybe I can bring them on in the future, but I have had submissives where I have peed in their mouth and then squirted in their mouth and like gone back and forth. And it's physically like a different experience. I feel like it it's similar to like people with penises when they're like going from pee mode to cum mode mm. and they have to like rejigger their body. It like... I really like and that you just used could, that analogy yeah. because, yeah, like there is a difference between a man jizzing on yeah. you and a man peeing on yeah. you. Yeah. And they both come out of the urethra. Ah, uh, that. Yeah. What's I've the difference with that. the consistency yeah. of pee and squirt that you've noticed when you did it? Uh, the like the consistency of it coming out isn't very dissimilar. The smell is different. Mm -hmm. The look of it is different. I've collected it in cups. The people that have drank it can tell you it's different. And the colors sometimes. Yeah, is, it's of course cloudier. They're both warm coming out of the body. Um, when it sits for a while, then the smell of it can be take something on different. But I actually I always say when I squirt, it smells like cereal milk. Like it smells kind of oaty. Ooh, wait, what, what type of cereal? Like Are you brand vegan? cereal. No. Ah. Huh. But so I was teaching this class once and this woman came up to me afterwards. She's like, hey, I'm a midwife. And what you're describing that your squirt smells like is similar when like people, their water breaks and they're like, 
call her and they're like, hey, did my water break? And she's like, smell it. If it smells like P.U.P.'d, if it smells like wheat, then your water broke. Go, you're going to be in labor. What does that mean? Your I don't know. Got, poop, I was about to say gluten. Your pussy got gluten. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to kind of, uh, because we are going to be talking about squirting a lot yeah. this episode, uh, I want to take this into kind of just a catch up. I know that, you know, the world is opening a little bit back up. Fucking fuck Texas and Mississippi. They even eliminated their mask mandate. But I wanted to talk to you because as someone who, like you said, had events and you performed, how has the pandemic affected you in relationships in the bedroom and um you said it has affected your wholeness so i would yeah. love to know like because i mean we got in we, we've just been in relationships so our, i'm in, okay i'm, I'm actually fucking niggas <laughs> okay so maybe it hasn't affected her <laughs> <laughs> I really I been trying to push this agenda what? on me i've been getting dick man oh okay all right my bad there's Dang. only one relationship decision that's on the straight and narrow relationship, but i guess we're not but straight I'm not and narrow with it but yes but i mean even for me We've like the amount of things you're that monogamish. Like, I mean, we go to sex clubs, but I just know that if the world was open, we probably would have done so much more by now if it was. I miss group sex so much. I mean, I, I still you haven't had it. it. Oh, I haven't had it like since the pandemic. Oh, you're oh. like a safe person. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> because <laughs> the way the way these nuts are still happening. Yeah, with, with I've done people. like some of the digital sex parties. I've gone to maybe a couple in person, but it just doesn't. You squirt on a webcam? No, no, you got to pay for that shit. No, I no, I mean it. like when you've had to, oh, like when you do digital parties. I'm a, because I'm also a public figure. I'm a little weird about what you goes knew. where for yeah. So so how did the pandemic affect your wholeness? So I entered my very first of my life relationship at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh. Um, but he was even more safe than I was. So I didn't even see him for, for the first two months of that. What? Oh. You met him online? No, like we had been kind of like dating and seeing each other beforehand. But then once the pandemic started, I was in London for all of March. I came back quarantined and I was like, then we got serious. But he's like, we can't see each other until this is over. And I'm like, hmm. Wait, he over. lives in the UK? No, he lives in New York. We're, we see each other now. now. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. in the beginning, I was wearing gloves and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we bro, I was were. changing the glove. Like, if I open the doorknob, I change the glove to then, like, touch my phone to then. Bro, I thought I was going to die. March and April were scary, scary times. And I probably, because, like, I got tested in July and I had the antibodies and I was like, I had no idea. That means so you probably, had it. I probably had it when I was coming back from the UK. And, like, I quarantined. My roommate didn't get it. So it well, see, now nah, that's science and science been lying because yeah. apparently you only got antibodies for three months after you catch it. Yeah. No, no, I like tracked it. I, there was a lot. It was like over 100. If you're over one, you have antibodies. And I was like 100 and something. Oh, they oh. had like an antibody count. Like your yeah. Eggs. I don't know what the numbers meant, but they were a lot. Look at you. You got a lot of squirt and a lot of antibodies. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I wanted to get into our vanilla shit um, because I wonder if maybe this even... You, you were able to do it more because you weren't seeing your partner. Mm. Um, it came off of your page. So you were, uh, I guess, questioned for bustle mm -hmm. in this article that said that there are 11 examples of dirty talk that have nothing to do with gender. Mm -hmm. And so we've talked about dirty talk on here a lot, from sexting to doing it in the bedroom. I, do you guys like it? I thought I'm trying to think right now. Things that don't have to do with gender. Don't, that don't have to do with gender. You make my pussy feel so good. No, that is gender. You cannot say mine. So, no, that's what I'm saying. No, that's a that's a part of gender talk. Even so, if I'm talking about my own, I thought it meant yes. the other person. No, because it's bringing up 
Oh, okay. I mean, You're, genitals technically don't have you to make be me so gender, but wet. But like, even still, it's like, can you be more vague? Yeah. yeah. Like, how much more vague can you be if you don't mention? The you dick, make me the so horny. That- Fuck, you look so good. You turn me on so much. You're gonna make me come. Let me think. I just tell people how hot they are when I'm about to come. Actually, it's weird. That's yeah. how much of a giver I am. I'm about to come, and I'm like, oh my god, you look so good. <laughs> So I want to ask you, yeah. uh, because you were in here, you said, try giving your partner options to decide what they want. Uh, it's a choose your own adventure, you said. For example, if you come home and are about to have sex, you can ask your partner what they want. Do they want to be teased for a bit first? Do, do they want you to slowly remove their clothes one button at a time? Maybe even with your mouth. Or do they want you to rip their clothes off and climb on top of them? What would be some of... Uh, I would ask you outside of maybe even the article, what would you say would be some dirty talking that relinquishes gender? So in general, I prefer my dirty talk as like the lead up to sex. Like Mm. honestly, even when it comes to BDSM, when I'm in sex, like that's usually enough stimuli for me. I don't need a lot of other bells and whistles besides that. But beforehand, actually, it's probably my favorite part of sex. So without it being about gender, it's more about like how the person makes me feel, how like just thinking about them makes me lose control of my body, of thinking about the way that they touch me or the things that I want to do to them. Like none of these things have to involve like genitals or just more the classic like, oh, your cock's so hard, your pussy's so wet. I can't wait to like ride you, all those different things. It's more about like, I'm thinking about your hand tracing down my chest and then grabbing my ass behind me. Mm, So the dirty Mm. talk, I see this also... As number two, this is something that me and my partner have been doing a lot recently. And it's almost like a a toy, a, a cat and mouse game as mm. far as who's in control of. Well, oh, you're uh, a brat and a switch. Yes. <laughs> so I like uh, we'll get into character and he'll be like, oh, you're going to get it when I see you type of thing. Like I'm going to be punished when when I see him for talking to him the way I did. And or I'll be like. Listen, when we when you pick me up, you just go where I tell you to go. So we have like this mm-hmm. huge like little like play with who's the dominant, who's the lead. And it's so funny because I'll I go in and out because he is very dominant. So I'll be like, if I say I hope, he said, Oh, you broke character. All right, we gotta get out of this. Cause if I leave it, if I leave anything up to him to be in control, technically that's not me taking on the full Dom role. Mm-hmm. And so I would say like our uh, dirty talking back and forth has a lot to do with us playing mind games on who really is in control. It's a lot of power play. There's a whole lot of power play, and and it's just going back and forth. And, and I'm back doing and it forth. now, like, and I'm doing it now on some like, just listen, or I'm telling you what to do, and it's it has nothing to do with sex. It's everything to do with the power of the relationship, mm-hmm. and it's so sexy because we really take what we're saying, even if it means him driving me somewhere. We take it back to ourselves thinking of the bedroom mm-hmm. and so that's kind of where i do do you do it any- makes any activity infinitely more fun no seriously do yeah. you have any type of dirty talk that doesn't involve literally dirty talking about sex or the bedroom like have you played with dirty talk in any other type of way um most recently when i was <clears throat> in la i slept with somebody that i don't want to say i shouldn't have slept with but we've never slept together and the entire time we kept talking about like how bad it was that we were doing it, which I thought was really fun. Oh, that sounds fun. It, it's wrong. 
It, it yeah. like nothing about it was wrong. Like, yeah. like, like mine of was Yaka consensual. Fuck. Like I've like, it, I didn't like not let my partner know about it. Like he's single, but it, it was like really fun because we knew it was going to happen. Like, you know, when you know you're about to fuck somebody, but you don't know when. Um, oh, that's so fun. That's and like it, all the tension. And when I was going down on him, he was just like, <laughs> he made me laugh. Because he goes, Wheezy, okay, okay. Like, I was showing off. I'm like, what the <laughs> <laughs> But I was. Because <laughs> we we known each other. And I was like, oh, I'm not about to not let you think. You've been listening to my podcast and you know I can suck dick. Like, I have to suck this dick. <laughs> um, and then I, like, literally had to stop. I was like, dude, like, don't call me Wheezy right now. Like, it's me. It's throwing me off. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I want to ask both of y'all, do you feel that pressure now with having sex with new people that you have to perform because of what they know you do yeah. for a living? What new people, do? no. No? Not new people, but people that like, if I've ever talked shit about my sex game to them, like, yeah. I, yeah, it like, it lives for itself. Like, it speaks for itself. Specifically with squirting. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have a world record. Specifically with squirting, though, because the deal is that like, my body works most of the time. It doesn't work all the time. And I don't want to be under a pressure to perform at, well, to be at a performance level squirtathon. Right. And I've had people that fetishize it and they'll just be like, oh, that doesn't seem like as much for what you can do. It's like, I don't want to be on while we're fucking. I just want to have fun. I want to be free pressure to orgasm. A guy has said that? Yeah. After sex, like, oh, I thought it was going to be more. Oh, yeah, he's done. Because, like, actually, that was the last time I fucked around with a squirt fetishizer. My current partner now, it's, like, perfect because sometimes I fucking hate squirting. And sometimes I'm like, let's go destroy that bed. And he's just kind of indifferent about it. He's like, it's a thing your body does. Can, Can you control it? Um, I can control when I do it. I can't control when I don't do it. Uh, Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's so funny that you even say that, too, because I'm so spoiled now. Like, my partner doesn't really care for nudes or videos sent to him. I can't imagine going back to talking to a guy who wants nudes and videos all the fucking time. (laughs) I like doing it. I like doing it. And I, yeah, I hate doing it. Like, it's a 
fucking production. Maybe and because th- I'm not being asked, though. Yeah, like, I, I love setting a surprise for us. Depending on the it. person, and it's depending on how much they enjoy it. But I think I like it more when there's like a dom sub dynamic. So I'm in an open relationship, and okay. that relationship is like pretty vanilla. It's not kinky. But then I have my other kink shit on the side too. Oh wait, is that, yeah. that's yeah, that's open. But do you guys so talk saying, about like, what you do? With your other partners, um, with your... He prefers not to, which, like, I don't really like a don't ask, don't tell, but I understand it because I don't want to feel like I'm hiding something from my person. Ah. Uh, you know? So he's like, you're doing other stuff. That's cool. Like, don't need to hear about it. I had an instance recently where, like, um, like I said, I went to LA and had sex, and I think Old Bay asked me maybe two questions, like, max. He didn't ask me anything about what he looked like, what he did for a living, nothing. He just... He didn't even ask me if I had fun. It was kind of like, so when did you when did you guys when was this was it the night that we were talking and you were fucked up or was it the night you were at dinner and I was like oh he's trying to gauge when I'm a hoe like I really <laughs> and I was like hey. and I actually was kind of waiting like it's gonna be some point where he wants to know who or like how but like no and I think some people just genuinely can't handle like the fucked up part is that like I have so many people I'm friends with who I've had sex with once maybe we met on a dating same. app and like we had sex and we're like you're cool. Let's hang out and just be friends. And like, we haven't had sex since, or even if we had. So it's one of those things where I'm like, do you want to know if it's someone I fucked when we meet them? Because it's also going to be like a lot of people. Most people do. Most people need to know if they're yeah. in the presence mm, of someone you've loved. Very with, interesting. Which I only think I've liked to know because I find women to be like, kind of, I don't know about men. Actually, people ain't shit. I'll take that back. But like, I do want to know because I just want to know if there will ever be a moment or if I should gauge that person. Like, I trust my partner more than I would an outside person, but um, he's got like two homegirls that he's fucked and like, I don't know if they're still fucking or what again, but they've been around and I was all right. But see, I feel like my boyfriend just knows that I am like a hoe at heart. Yeah. And so I feel the need to over explain myself when I'm really just going out and this is a friend. This isn't, I'm not fucking them. I'm, I haven't done it. Like while we've been together, I've been flued out, but yeah. by a homeboy. And I, I feel like I've, had to over explain how I promise though me and him have never had sex. I've never sucked his dick. I don't know what his dick looks like. And I think he'd just be like, mm-hmm, yeah, sure. And so yeah, but maybe not. You don't know. I mean, if you're an open person, I don't think that I think we assume men think we're that we're liars or that hoes are gonna hoes are, hoes are deceitful, I feel like though, my I partner like knows how like how big of a hoe that I okay. So this is a <laughs> disgusting story, but during the pandemic, I'm kind of a gross person. I'm not very clean. Okay. I've gotten a little bit better. But, but we know, this white is people, the, white this people is don't a white people. Shit, dude. That's the best. Wait, wait, real quick. Wash do you wash it. your legs? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I shave them and then wash them. Oh, but you only they wash say, them when you shave them? Yeah. You're so that white. That is the white thing. You don't wash your My legs? Partner there gets was a thing that like went on, on Twitter that basically said white people don't wash their legs. Do you cook chicken out of the package? No, you wash it. Yeah. Good for you. I, okay. Yeah. It, you got so, we gonna give you a little okay. <laughs> I don't I think I'm pretty gross though in general. And like so I would store things under my bed and just like kind of leave them there. And we things were moving, like what? Like clothes? Well, honestly, like I clothes, but like things in boxes. So I have all my kink shit in a that's box. That's not that bad. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad, but the point is I don't know what's underneath it there as well. So we moved my bed around and we're cleaning underneath of it. And my partner is like under the bed, I can only see his feet coming out like he's working on a car. And at one point, I just see him come out, and he's like, "Oh, gross!" And I'm like thinking he found a cockroach or something. I thought it was a condom. I'm thinking a used yeah, condom. Yeah, he comes out with a used condom. <gasps> <laughs> and I don't know. 
personally, I don't even know if there was jizz in it or not. And I also don't know how long it's been there. Well, okay. Can I be honest? (laughs) So be honest. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) When I lived in the Lower East Side, mind you, I still live there, but everybody, some of you know, I moved to Brooklyn for a few months during the pandemic. When I moved to Brooklyn was when I moved my bed. The bed has, are they called slats or Mm -hmm. slats? Yeah. Um, You know, they got slats, so they got holes in it. (laughs) And when I had the moving men come in and they moved my bed, it wasn't a used condom, but there was like four or five wrappers. But that's what has been under my bed. I realized it's because when I was fucking hospital dig, right? Like we were like... I, my bed was pushed in the corner. I think maybe he just threw. I don't know what happened. That is what happened. Because they fling their condoms everywhere. Men, they do. Men, on the wait, floor. Wait, wait, wait. Can, we, can, can, so we get, can we get a poll? I don't know how YouTube is. But we work. should feel good about having condoms no, anyway. Yeah, but yeah. can we do a poll as to why men just find why do they? Men literally, first off, when they take the condom out, then the wrapper gets thrown. I do too. But though. then also when they pull it off their dick a lot of times, if they're not one of those that think you're going to fucking steal their cum and then they have to go flush it down the toilet, there's other guys that literally Mandy just- Mandy fucks really rich guys. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just say- I just say- Really? I, I use like, I used to, I only fuck one person now, but uh, I used to fuck really, really rich guys. And I, maybe it was just a really rich guy thing <laughs> to do, so but they literally used to take their condoms off and literally, while it was full, go and bring it to the bathroom and flush it. At least they got they rid of it. They did not want their jizz <laughs> just laying around. But I don't understand why men literally just be flinging time. condoms around a room. I've like stepped on one when I get out of the bed. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, oh, why is it on the floor? <laughs> you said, wait, we do have a guy in the room. Why do y'all just throw condoms around? We'll get to it eventually. What do you <laughs> But you never do. And then what if we've used two or three and now I can't find them? When I open a condom, though, I do fling the wrapper right. now that I think about it. It's not a hot. What do you do? Okay, hold on one second. The wrapper is different when, like, when the... Yeah, when that's it, right. You, you don't, don't have, have sex. When the pe- when the condom's on your penis and you take it off, like, you go to the trash can. Why would you not... Yeah. You to get up and put it in the trash look, can. Look, yeah. so you just... So men are just lazy, <laughs> is what you're saying. But you know how unsexy that is for me to be my pants off and take off the Nah, we out here making consent sexy. We gonna make it sexy for and y'all make, niggas. Okay, to okay. We should ask this. Doing anything. Does anyone have a trash can in their bedroom? I do. I do. Yeah. For, like, that reason. Wait. <laughs> for that reason? <laughs> wait, I, wait, now that I think about it, my new room does not have a trash can yet. So I, I, I only have a trash can in my room condoms anymore. So I have a makeup, like, vanity. And, like, that's why I need it in my room. Oh, see, I don't have my room was smaller. anymore. I didn't. I don't have a vanity anymore. You but so, yeah. Yes, Edin. Be respectful so that we're not finding fucking five wrappers under the bed or a fucking you. Hey, I'm a fun of- time. And I feel like when they oh, when they lifted up that mattress and I saw it under the slats. Did they look at you as soon as they... Did y'all like... Do oh, the, I like, said it. And they, the they made me, feel, they made me feel so much better. Like, What'd they say? So first off, I went with a black-owned moving company and they was already cool. <laughs> All right? <laughs> so they lift up the mattress and saw the condoms. And I was like, uh... And they was like, hey, man, you said you had a sex podcast. It's cool. Like, do your thing, sis. <laughs> And then the dude said, honestly, he said to make you feel better. He said, we find food. He's like, I found tampons under here. He was like, like really nasty stuff. And he was like, this ain't shit. So okay, like, okay. See, well, that's good. I did hair ties and, and condom wrappers. Hair ties and condom wrappers. That sounds like, like you, really, you have a really good air. time. <laughs> you have a really good time. I want to get into our black excellence um, for this week. Black excellence. For those of you who don't know, we kind of like to pay homage to those who came before us, but may still be presently. Uh, doing the work that needs to be done as in in terms of sexual liberation um, and the movement just. 
for all of us, sex workers and all. Uh, so this one is Delicia Saw and Rafaela Fialo. I would love also for you guys to come on the pod if you can. They are the co-founders of Afrosexology, which is a movement with the mission to promote Black self-empowerment through sex positivity and sexual liberation. Their work is aimed at the Black community across gender, sexual orientation, age, size, and religious lines. Through conference presentations, they also address the sexual health and freedom um, of professional communities. Um, and you should follow them because they're Black, they're dope. Uh, they also have a Pillow Talk blog, and you can follow them on their social media accounts. I've been following Afrosexology for quite some time, so I would love for you guys to come on. And again, uh, shout out to everyone really doing the work like we appreciate you because I feel like we doing the work too but y'all heard a couple weeks ago Black excellence was us um and so we hope that you guys enjoyed uh that questions episode when we did it uh I want to get into the hors d'oeuvre and this article came from vice.com and I'm hoping that you have some sort of expertise in this mm-hmm. because there are a ton of tips um but basically I found an article on vice that is the beginner's guide to nipple orgasms Uh, are hardwired well no my nipples aren't sensitive at all i wish they were mine either maybe you need to get your tits done because i feel mine do you really maybe because they like i I mean this is a weird thing because big boobs too uh, that's why maybe wait is that you think it's because they're big you think a big i have big boobs too i don't i don't know if it's like spread out more or something like that the nerves (laughs) nerves. like i can barely feel anything i was talking to a friend of mine who just got her boobs done she was like i can't feel them at all and i was like yo i am so sensitive like the wind bro my nipples are constantly hard people tell me all the time on youtube so i wanted to share orgasm from your nipples being stimulated yeah wait can you i have to touch my own sometimes and you know what's crazy? I could come without it, but like I, I don't come from touching them, but I need them uh, touched. Even when I masturbate, it's so crazy because for whatever the phone reason, with like my ankle, and then nah. whatever reason too, we associate I think nipples to be a feminine part of a body. So I've actually had quite a few partners, males, who like while like either while they're on top or while you're riding to like stimulate their nipples. And a lot of girls I know actually have a problem. Yeah, like Do you guys remember me, SNF, the guy, the old, uh, old uh, the older gentleman I oh fucked God. in the Hamptons? No. So oh, yes, I do. He was I a do. friend of Anthony's. Anthony came on and did an episode about being a player like years back and uh he was really funny so i was going through a breakup i was like oh my god i need to fuck somebody so i go to the hamptons with this guy fourth of july weekend and he had a vaughn in his name which is how you know he was rich uh, oh, like oh my something va- <laughs> my, my, my friend used to call him douche von douche, douche <laughs> so von douche. i go to the hamptons with him we have a fucking great time we actually didn't have sex there we had sex when we came back home and after a night at the fucking box there you go and we're fucking and he tells me before we start fucking that he likes his nipples touched. But so much so to where um, literally I tried to turn around to get fucked. And he was like, oh, actually, like my nipples aren't stimulated that way. And I was like, what? So then I'm like annoyed. And I thought he was very attractive. So we start fucking again. I'm about to come. I'm touching my clit to, to come. And he like literally takes my hand off my own clit Aww. to put it back on his nipples. He so I tell our it. mutual friend this story and he listens. He gets quiet and he goes, that sick nipple fuck. Uh, and I call it. him SNF now. Got it. I remember that. We call story. him sick nipple fuck. I did I did want to give some tips uh to those of you who are interested, or maybe you're someone who does 
become aroused or can orgasm from I nipple play. I just, I don't receive them well. It's so crazy. <laughs> like, and I don't mind playing with nipples. I actually love licking male nipples. I love, like, I don't mind making, a part of me making really- Making what? Making nipples hard. Like, so a part of me doesn't really get to see soft dicks often because, you know, niggas just be uh, hard. Love a good soft uh, You know what I mean? That's right, queen. You it's like a fun. flaccid dick? Yeah. No, see, you I- don't see it that often. I like flaccid nipples so that then I can make them rise. I don't know why I really have a thing with- Fucking God. What? So I can make them rise. <laughs> the ashes. Like bread, okay? Like, <laughs> what? You, the, the yeast rises. Um, so here are some tips uh, for our hors d'oeuvre segment regarding nipple orgasms. Uh, of course, you could try various techniques, like lightly squeezing them, um, and then you can move around in circular motion, the areola. Um, you can also try gadgets, of course. we've talked. Did we talk about nipple clamps with um troy i don't remember but there are nipple clamps that is like something suction ones too and i don't like clamps you don't like clamps? i think i'm too sensitive oh yeah see yeah and i've never like i'm not gonna lie and i think i've said it on this show i thought that men licking my tits at one point was for them i didn't know it was ever supposed to be for me because yeah. i'm like you it sometimes is for them like the way I feel about it is I tell people like, hey, I don't have sensation on my nipples, but I'm open to being surprised. One time someone like deep throated my tit and that felt good. Wait, your whole tit was deep? They just got as much in their mouth as they could. So my nipple was hitting a different part and it just felt, I think honestly it's because. Bro, the wait, itself, what size is your breast? Uh, double D. Who is deep throating a double D titty? Yeah, like just as much as they can. Not the whole thing. He just A for effort. Yeah. <laughs> I sucked a dick so deep in his hospital dick once and he goes, you tried to die last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I had to tell my nigga he can't uh, deep throat this this fucking throat anymore because I speak for a living and he fucked up my vocal cords. Don't you find that the problem when you tell people that like if your nipples aren't sensitive, they just think, oh, harder. And that yeah. I don't like. Yeah. And what's crazy is the only time I have sensitive nipples is literally the week before my period. Uh, and then yeah. they then they hurt so bad. I've literally had to be like, can you just not even touch my breasts at all? Really? They I got, hurt? They hurt. Like, I, that's how I know mm. Aunt Flo about to come and be not, not, bitch, I'm here oh. is because my tits hurt. Or download an app, Mandy. No, bitch. I just know my body. The tits hurt. Blood I want Man- soon. Mandy to have a period tracker app so bad. I don't know don't why. Do you have a period tracker app? Does it matter to you? So I don't really get my period. Oh, Oh. yeah. We both said, oh, (laughs) but would you? Is it that important to you? No, me neither. Oh, you don't need to know when you're ovulating. Uh, I have an IUD. That's what. That's what. And I don't need to know neither because I am pro-choice. But I'm (laughs) pro-choice. Bitch is five hundred dollars. Slurp that thing right out. Anyways, also what? What, bro? Because if I don't care about pregnancy, what am I tracking the ovulation for? That's a good point. Mindy, you, know you I mean? barely have time to do a lot of things. Do you have time for an abortion and recovery? Apparently, it's only like two days now. So they got better What with do you it. mean now? I've had friends that had abortions and the shit. They was like back to work like two days later. I'm not going to front. Got it on Friday. Was back at work on Monday. How was yours? <laughs> Mine, I feel like. I, you think I remember my abortion from 16? I do. I don't. And I was, my mom tricked me. I was, I was like, hey, I lost my appetite. That bitch was like, here you go. Gave me a motherfucking placebo pill. And bitch, I was eating Arby's same day. <laughs> 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 she said, see, here you go. And then she was like, bitch, that was a sugar pill. You ate that wrong with you, ho. And bitch, I was right back. Bitch, I was even on the volleyball team, same time. Okay, mm-hmm. so went right back to work. Let him know. Yeah, but I don't remember like feeling any pain. Like I got it right before school started, but I know that first week I had to uh, try out for the volleyball team, and my abortion didn't stop me from making the team. 
Good for you. you Thank you. You and your yeah. unborn baby made the team. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we this way? Teen ball. Oh my God. Teen volleyball Why players. Why are we this way? All right. Someone in the comments. Do you remember the fuck them kids thing I posted and people were upset? That's literally how I feel. There's like, a great video I posted on Horrible Decisions page. Oh, they, they, they hated you It for got that. like 800 shares only because people can't just comment and it say this It was so hilarious. bad. It, was so it basically bad. said me supporting my friend at the abortion clinic and there's a girl with a speaker who's like dancing with a speaker and there's a song that goes, fuck them kids. No, <laughs> fuck them I, kids. I'm not going to lie. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's hard for me now. Like, And I mean, I make light of it and joke of it and it's, it's really bad as I guess a woman to do it because of course like reproduction is is such a major part of apparently our existence to a lot of people mm -hmm. uh, in this world that's how they view us that's how they value us and it's been a little harder for me honestly to start to have these jokes about me not wanting oh kids. honey it hasn't you just it said you have, it's just I mean, five but, I mean it is just five Like honestly, little kids do. Honestly, it's well, you know what? That's the thing too. Like I had the argument with with my friends because my mom is always just like, you can't not like someone's child. And I'm like, why? They're human. They're gonna grow up to be shitty adults. I don't have to wait till they're 18 to not Wait, like you them. like don't Christ. like people's yeah, babies. Yeah, there's people's kids that I just might not like because I don't, don't like how they like. act and shit. And I'm like, this that's the type of person I don't like. So I don't care if it's an adolescent. Well, you don't have to like every person. What? So why why like, are you looking at me like, like this? baby, baby, Mandy, or like an asshole? Like kid? a child. Like there's an child. age where you can start becoming an asshole. Wait, what? What's the age? What's the age, Weezy? Once you can talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. You know what I mean? You know or no? Actually, once or, you can are they related to you? Who? The babies. No. Like <laughs> it's like if your niece is your nephews, then let me get a monster. But like otherwise. Dude, you know how I knew like I was very biased with babies? So I was at a party where I was that was baby shower, sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I was at a party for babies. I was drinking. Oh, it was a baby shower. I'm trying to remember what it was, but I was getting lit, so I forgot. <laughs> I brought a gift, I didn't give a fuck. And it was Latino, so like you gotta go because you they gonna feed you. But anyway, yes, they are. There was a bunch of kids there, and there was only one kid that really got me going because you know when you see a cute kid sometimes there's just one kid that activates you <laughs> I was kind of like mm. and then my friend's making it she was like oh you know she lives in New York she got a little podcast or whatever like she be talking about sex she don't want to be around her kids but there was one that was really cute okay. and I kept saying to the baby I didn't even notice I was like you know you you know you cute don't you know you cute you the cutest one in here <laughs> oh my <laughs> wheezy creepy Honestly, it's like dogs I love oh, all I hate dogs. A, I like, hate a, when a dog is ugly. I'd be like, oh, get that little ugly shit away from me. Yeah. I mean, I have a cat, okay, yes, yeah. but cats can be ugly too. Is, yeah. And this is really bad, actually, because that was what's out here, how people get treated differently by their looks. And we should not be aligning ourselves with Wait, them. it's not like, it's like, I'm not letting you in an establishment. I'm just not no, letting you into I went my to heart. clubs. People don't get well, allowed into bitch, clubs. I'm sorry. If you ugly, it's a no. And if you got ugly dogs, it's different. Like, for example, Troy was here a few weeks ago and she brought her dog. If that dog was ugly, you think he would have been allowed on the couch? Yeah, you would have been posting pictures and shit. And then keeping a hundred. If that dog was ugly, Mandy, you not have been like, I'm sorry, this is, this is CB2. <laughs> but the dog was cute. I was like, oh, I was getting real white. Yeah. You were. Do <laughs> we have the dog in here too? Was it a small dog? 
It yeah, was a small dog. I like big you dogs know what's too. crazy? I like big dogs. I I think some small dogs, they be having a little snot and shit all over their face. So they just be drooling. <laughs> I'm like, damn, get your little or they pee when they get excited. Yeah. Ew. Control that dog. Big big dog. Too. Like I, I ain't gonna like, hold you. My friend Medina got a little ugly ass dog. Like I be like, Medina, I think ew. dog is cute. I cannot her dog is not cute. And it's old. <laughs> so now I'm going old shape. I don't like babies Dang, old yo. things. So look, the dog just be pissing when it comes to like she's she be like, all right. She she be like, Mandy, don't get her too excited because then she'll start pissing everywhere. <laughs> Who likes an animal like that that just start pissing all over your you shit? You fall in love with the dog. I'm trying to find a picture of Medina's dog. I remember it being cute, but I, now that I can't find a pic, maybe it is an ugly dog. Well, Boy, you no. got a cute animal. You post it a lot. That's why I be posting my, my cat Bodie all the time. Mm-hmm. Your cat, my, is my, my cat, Bro, is cute. cat is cute. Bro, let me see. I'm now in April 25th of 2020. I cannot find Medina's nah, fucking she dog. Don't. Do you have an animal, by the I, way? I'm fostering cats right now, so I have one. They be Fostering all... cats? Till when? This is a real white, they white person They someone? Shit. I'm not gonna lie. That's why I haven't got it a, a second cat. It is the best cat. deal ever because why? the foster agency they pay for everything. They like all the vet bills, the food, all oh. that, and then I just get a new cat every couple months. But you How don't become you attached to your cat. This one I did, and I was very close to adopting him. But I decided that like I went into this to foster. My partner's also allergic, and he's agreed that like I can foster as long as there's a period of time in between the cats, and I clean more. <laughs> the first story she has, I'm sorry, is of it. Pretty for the weekend and got a new toy. Come here, Mama. Shy is not cute. Oh, you're too cute to show us your cat. <laughs> <laughs> she is no. not a cute no, dog. No, you're too cute. No, she's not. That dog don't like no, you, does you it? You know what? This is like this is like when a person has a baby and they just think their baby's the cutest, and then it's just like your baby is not cute, but a yeah. person ain't gonna say their baby ugly unless they realize bitch like me. But um, so you, you go out to someone and tell somebody baby's ugly. ugly? I just be like, I just don't say anything. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's like, nice. you see? like, and and you know your baby is cute. When is... I be like, damn, I don't even like kids, but you got a cute baby. That's my compliment. Or if it's Same. like a funny looking, like a funny looking dog or baby or cat, like those, they're fun because then they're just expressive. Like imagine like a bulldog. They're expressive. They got character. And then she took her hand and went, they're expressive. <laughs> I'm thinking of these gremlin looking cats. They're called Devon Rexes, and they they look like little gremlins. They're so cute. You a little ugly pussy. Let me you see. I don't, I don't know if I want nothing ugly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see up around me because I told you I'm even shallow with my nigga you can't do like an ugly animal because then when it does something bad you really gonna beat his ass you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and like I'm not trying to be that fucked up a person but when you got but, like you a, are not sitting here excusing animal abuse as long as it's not on animal ugly abuse animal. but like you gotta give him a little on the butt when they shit somewhere but if you're cute I'm gonna be like now <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just snap at him Wait, this is... Oh, oh, this is a Devon Is Rex. this the Dr. Evil cat? Ah, this no, is... No, they're not. No, that they're one's hairless. Bald. They're like a yeah. sheep kind of a feel. But I see what them. you mean. Yeah. This isn't ugly. It's just fun. It's funny. No, I do like their eyes. These are That bad. looks like a sphinx. It's Type in ugly cat. <sighs> no, we're not doing that. This is not... <laughs> this is not... You know what? We're going to get we're into our... We're talking about sex. Other you know, kinds of pussy. I was about to say, we're going to get back into talking Sometimes about sex, guys. Fun, man. I love a little, you know... Commentary. You better do that motherfucking shit on for fact's sake. Y'all can go listen to all the random shit over there on Tuesday. <laughs> we might but we're going to get back we to talking about... Shit last week. We're going to talk about <laughs> sex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. So the horrible decision, of course, is squirting a load. I wanted to start off by actually discussing myths about squirting. I have three. Mm-hmm. Um... One, I'm going to remove because we talked about pee early on, so I'm not going to ask that. But I wanted to ask you because this was actually mentioned on the Poor Minds podcast. Shout out to Drea and Lex. And they said that they found, and I'm not sure what research they did, but squirting is a genetic trait. Not everyone has the capability to squirt. Would you say that this is true, false? What have you heard about this? Because they was on there saying, you if you squirting, your grandmama squirt, your mama squirt, and it's a genetic trait. Maybe. There's plausibility to that. You want to text one? My mom squirts. Your mom? Yeah. How did that conversation come I, about? I asked her because I was like, I need to know. Because what happened was I had a friend. She squirted. Her sister squirts. Mom squirts. I have another friend. She squirts. Mom squirts. So I was like, all right, mom, I got to know for science. What is up with the last two weeks of content? Mother daughter club. Mother daughter squirts. That sounds I, like a fucking OnlyFans title. I don't title. think that, right? I should never do that. She probably hates that I'm talking about this right now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't start doing it until like her late 30s. It's yeah. cool. Hey, hey, if you, you listen in, you if you know her mama, body, call her mama squirter. Oh, yeah. I squirt until mama squirter. this summer of last year. I didn't squirt till I was like 26. I know a lot of people who don't start squirting until, especially like after they have a kid, because not because it's because they have to relearn their vagina because it just changed. So they get, they form a new relationship with it. So I don't think there's a genetic disposition, but I, there's definitely something to that because that's weird. Big okay. dicks are genetic. Yeah. I'll no, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's not. No, I'm going to tell it's you not. how I know. It's not. And I'm going to tell you how I know it's not. You fucked brothers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, and and one was big and one was not. My ex boyfriend, he his brother's gay, and my ex boyfriend's dick was fucking huge. And in this Venezuelan dude, and mind you, they have like I think it's number three of like top dicks, big dicks in the world for countries. Don't ask how I know. What's number one and two? Uh, it was the Congo, Congo and something else, but three was Venezuela, hmm. but the Congo was number one. Congo. Was one. So anyway, I'm with his brother's husband. And his brother's husband's a hot fucking mess. And hello. So I was like, yo, keep it on it. It's his dick. And he was like, girl, I've been wanting to ask you. He was like, this is huge. I was like, really? He was like, the biggest dick I've ever seen. And at the time, it was the biggest dick I'd ever seen. And I was like, so it's true. He was like, brothers have big dicks. And now I just feel like for the future, it's something to know. 
Well, I I would say it's nothing to know. <laughs> who had the bigger dick, the shorter one? The taller one. Well, they was both tall. One was 6'7", one was 6'4". And the one that was 6'7", had a thick-ass dick. The other one, no. When you, so who did you fuck first? I actually took one of their virginities. Hey. <laughs> Which is that crazy. Was it the little So maybe one? it just wasn't big because it also didn't last long. Because who went first? The big or the small dick? The big dick. The small dick, I, I fucked him after. So that's the disappointment. Did you do yeah. it to see the difference? No, or? I, I, I actually, <laughs> no, I actually didn't. This is just some really ho shit, and this is not about me. We're going back to the <laughs> no, story. No, like, yeah. I didn't want to start the story. Like, I didn't want to tell the story. I would but love to have a threesome with siblings. I would, like, I, I would have liked to have yeah. both of them. Uh, of course, after I found out one wasn't very hanging, I did, that fantasy you could go in your butt. quickly knows, left. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Find a really? hole, Mandy. <laughs> this is what we're doing. I mean, is this, is this is what we're doing. That's what, what's your, oh, the same fucking porn star that talked about the squirt. Who was it? Oh. What was her name? Lip something? Oh, li- uh, Luscious Lips. No. Oh, Lip, God, this is fucked lips. up. Le- luscious. It wasn't Luscious Lips. Lips. It was lips. Look up. But basically. One of our people with lips. We had a home mail where somebody was like, oh, he's a little dick. What do I do? And she was like. It is Luscious Lips. Luscious lips, right? She was like, this is perfect. This is a great opportunity for you to fuck him. <laughs> no, for him to fuck you in the ass. In the ass. <laughs> she was so yeah, serious. Right? I mean, girl, seriously. You got to look at the size and shape. Be like, where would this fit well? Mm. In, in in the Buddha hole? Mm. <laughs> the next question I wanted to ask you, um, we talked about, again, uh, about it not being pee, but... Uh, uh, a lot of people fear even trying to squirt because they feel like it will ruin their sheets. Uh, is that is that true that it will ruin your sheets or what? Masturbation is really fucking annoying right now for exactly that reason. Now, like there are things that you can do where you can put, I say fuck a towel because I'm going to destroy a towel. They're just like, and they're so say, small. They're That's so much you squirt. That, that lay down do a towel shit fan? is bullshit. no. I don't, but you can buy my squirting series and you'll be able to see me squirt there for oh. the low price of $99. <laughs> squirting series, what is it? It's an educational series. So I'm a, I'm a sex educator and it's a five-part series. Tiana's in it. Tiana's in yes, all of that them. Was, that, that was in, hold on. And it's called, hold on, I have it here. Uh, is that Wait, Quick and Dirty Squirting? Wait, just tell us the name. Yeah. Mandy Quick. said, it's called, I was like, okay. bitch, it's hers. <laughs> I know, but it was, it, it was in my outline to ask about it. It was the Quick yeah. and Dirty Squirting. It's Quick and Dirty. We have one on pegging, squirting, and then I'm filming the next one that's going to be on wrestling and erotic asphyxia. So is it like cli- like video clips where basically we're watching you talk through it like as a, like, like a course type thing? What is it? It's a, Yeah, so there's like five parts to it. So there's a part where we address myths and what I call questions I'm tired of answering. Uh, and we talk about anatomy, pelvic floor. I've fucking paid an animator to make an animated like cat masturbating to replicate myself. I was like, are you wearing a thong and boy shirts? Oh, I see it. Uh, oh, cute. Yeah, I think that's a, that's just part of the whatever the robe. Thing. No, no, no. I see yeah. it now. <laughs> so damn, and you're on the floor. Is it because it's easier to clean up? Yeah, actually, so in my future, like, dream home, I want to have, like, an outdoor space that has, like, a cement floor with, like, a covering over the top, so that way I can just power wash it when I'm done. I feel like I have to pee right now. Not power washing it. (laughs) But yeah, puppy pads, there's, like, squirter blankets that you can throw in the washer and dryer, but it is... Are they on Amazon? Like, squirter blankets? There's one by Liberator. It's sex sex blankets or sex sheets. There's a couple of other ones. I'm working on a product now that's, like, going to be a disposable one that looks nicer. Nice. Um, What's the fabric that is the yeah. best for like squirting like if for you to like i don't know what i'm saying i don't know what the the liberator one is made out of but i say it feels like a shitty velour it's like it's a baby blanket <laughs> and a it's baby expensive one. it's 120 dollars. it says yeah. uh soft microfiber Moisture. and the other side is silky satin read a review 
Sure. The satin side is not for squirting on though. That's just the other side of it. Ah, okay. But like that changed my life. I found that on like FetLife after I was just like squirting buckets. I was like, there has to be a better solution. Oh my God, please read the two out of five at the top. Uh, It's soft. It's comfortable, but it's kind of like a velour wrapped tarp. Which is what you kind of just. If all you're catching is a little bit of wet or spilled lube and whatnot, definitely not squirting. You're good to go. Great product. So much easier to wash than the whole sheet set. But if you're dealing with a prolific squirter, (laughs) not so great. Look. <laughs> Protected sheets, yes, but you're still stuck with the mess portion of it because there's almost zero absorption. Given the hype these things were given, I accepted. accepted. Damn, well, you say that you fucking with a squirter. That's what he should have said. I was looking for yeah. a solution with a squirter. Right. Okay, so yeah, yeah it's exactly I mean, what you just said. Yeah, especially if you don't have that. Like I'm soaking through mattress pads. Like it gets it gets bad, and like I always just worry about it because I don't feel like dealing with it later. I feel bad for the person that I'm with. And so, what about it ruins sheets? Is it, it doesn't? It just makes them very wet, and then like there is like a smell that's left behind of it. But like it's very wet. But then you, so these are for people that just don't want to wash their sheets after having sex. Because I know that that's something that yeah. I'm experiencing now. And it like, might be through of, the sheets too. Yeah. Like, and, and that's where I'm just like, I know I got to wash and dry now, but like, I hate how much I'm, yeah. I'm washing sheets. I just fuck with puppy pads mostly now too. They have, it has this like gel in it that soaks it up. And like, I might need to change out the puppy pad a couple times with the new one, but that and she's, good. she's cute. So you see, you don't get mad at the mess. What do you mean? Oh, no. My nigga is fine. I still get mad at the mess. Like, my man is gorgeous. And I be like, damn, nigga. I just put, you knew these sheets was clean because I let him know. Like, but it's your squirt. It don't matter. Like, you act like he shit the bed. Yeah, but I still don't want to, like, but but it's not only my squirt. Like, he likes to come on me. So then there's come on the sheets. There's there's drool. There's there's a lot of just. Where where would you like him to come for the cleanest situation? I really do not know. And he comes like three to five times every time we fuck. Because I love a cream pie. But... So what do you do? You do, but even if you just lay there, sometimes one of my favorite you, moves is having them do a cream pie and then having them eat it out afterwards. But I'm a dom, so I love really? that. Have you had a partner that done that? No, I haven't. It's had so hot. I wish I'm down for just that. Women. I'm so down for that. But honestly, I feel like I date guys that are just like way too. I told you, I still want a guy to like nut on me and lick it up and then kiss <gasps> me so, after. Ugh. Yes, that's like the type of shit that I. No, wait, that's not snowballing. Snowballing, Snowballing. swapping, swapping. Um, So I wanted to ask you cleaning up the mess they made. Come clean. That's um, I wanted to (laughs) ask you a fun job. (laughs) What is the worst experience you have with squirting? Mm. Oh, the worst. Like either did did a man ever get mad at you for, you know, doing it and he wasn't ready and didn't know what the fuck happened? Did he think you pissed on him? Like, what was the worst? Which I think that happens. Oh, all the time. Yeah. like Or people will be like, can you not do it anymore? Or they're like, oh, now I have to clean this up. Or they just leave and they come back with cleaning products. (laughs) And I'm still naked with like, come on. I actually feel a little bad right now because I dated someone that was talking about how he was with someone who squirted and he was like, oh my God, it was so great. But like, yo, like it was just a lot of work for me. And I was like... (laughs) Oh my god, poor you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. I feel bad yeah. now. Was that the worst though? Someone coming with cleaning products? Like, did it make you feel a that one way? wasn't very fun, but I kind of laughed it off. And I think at a certain point I was like, hey, can I get like a towel for the <laughs> <laughs> He was a model, so I was just like, hit that. The one, <laughs> that, that was me. I'm not gonna lie, when I used to fuck models, literally that's where that's all it became was just wow. like, okay, well, you're fine. I fucked you. He was you. the one who <laughs> throw to my tit. 
models. Oh, yeah. okay. I've never had really great sexual experiences with models. Huh. That was the only good one. I Did think you we tried after- too. You met him on Tinder. I met I met him on Tinder. Was he yeah. Australian? No, he was also very quiet. I had one guy that I met that I, the first guy I pegged. Um, he was a model I met on Tinder. And I remember he kept saying he wanted to fit my tits in his mouth. He never did it, but it just hit me. Maybe it's a model thing. (laughs) They're just like, I don't know. Uh, I wasn't really into fucking models. No shade to the models, but like, I just found them to be exactly what you think they would be. I feel like they just don't work as hard. Not only do they not work as hard, they be dumb. So I really like that. That's what I meant. I like to have conversations after sex. And with them, I didn't want them (laughs) to say a word. Oh, my... photographers and like journalists writers that's that's all my speech i'm such a talker though yeah i'm a, I I like, like i like to it. just randomly talk i did want to get into whole mail before we get up out of chill uh if you guys have not sent us uh a whole mail or if you have a question um go ahead and send it now to us at horrible decisions at gmail.com um i'm hoping you can give some insight on this uh the subject matter is help me out mmf Hello, ladies. Love your show. Started listening to your podcast back in October of 2020, and I'm finally caught up. Bitch, that's a lot of listening in Uh, five months. Hopefully, I can keep this short. Me and my beautiful lady have been together over six years, getting married in March this year. Congratulations. Both 22 years of age. Damn, Nate. What? (laughs) They young as fuck, bruh. Okay, anyway, more power to you. So around the time I started listening to the podcast, my girl asked me for an MMF threesome. At the time, I wasn't up for it, but after thinking about it and having talks with her, I came to agree. Honestly, I think it would be a really fun experience. Here's the dilemma. It's been about six months since she's asked me. She'll tell me that she found a guy and I'll say, cool, when do you want to set it up? And most of the time she says, I don't know. I think it comes from her being insecure because she is on the plus size side. I think she's fucking amazing, but at times she makes comments about her weight and stuff. I tell her if you want to change, you have to work on it. Anyways, my question is, how can I get her to actually commit to the threesome? Because now I low-key want to, because I think it would be fun just to see her interact with another man sexually. I'm going to be the quote-unquote leader in the session. I'm a straight male, so the guy is not there for me, just for her. Feel free. Okay. Um, I know Weezy asked um, for Instagrams. I'll share uh, the Instagram just because I don't want to put both of theirs out now. Um, and so, yeah. And then also, would you guys suggest raw or condom for this MMF experience? You know what we <laughs> right. got. Yeah. So um, I, guess, I guess I guess I want to take this I guess you don't. into two parts. Um, I think that you feel as though maybe she's not bringing up this threesome anymore because you feel like she's insecure about her weight. Um, and I think that, I don't know, maybe that needs to have a conversation definitely Definitely before bringing anyone else into the bedroom because maybe it's not the I reason he literally just, said yeah. I think it comes from her being insecure because she's plus size I'd, I he wouldn't say that didn't sound he was up for the threesome well, first maybe that's we don't turn plus size in a day <laughs> yeah so like, I don't, I don't, I don't like quarantine that, eight I don't like that that quarantine 15 quarantine weight just quarantine weight oh I've heard the numbers associated quarantine 15 that sounds like it, ry- it rhymes yeah that sounds about I got the quarantine sounds, eight <laughs> maybe that's, that's why I made that up but no like um, if you do feel like someone and anybody listening who feels like your partner is insecure about their weight and you love their weight and you're being genuine about it then show them people shy away from telling people how much they love their bodies because they think they're being sensitive about their bodies and I for one am one of them when my ex-girlfriend had gained weight I was scared to tell her how sexy she was with the weight because I thought I was like 
uh, making her feel worse about it in a weird way. But that's so dumb. I don't know why I did that. I was just like, oh, my God, we can't talk about it at all. But like, I was like, damn, she got thicker. Like, this shit is sexy as fuck. But I couldn't say anything because I just felt like bringing it up would trigger her. I think that's totally wrong. Um, and I only know now because she's pregnant. We're not together. But I be telling her how good she looks. She'd be like, girl, thank you. But like, people do need to know that and hear that. So absolutely. If it's on your on your mind, then say it. If you find her attractive and if it's honest, don't lie. Yeah. Because I'm playing into conventional ideas of like, oh, she's plus size. She must be insecure. She must be insecure. And that's what I don't like about him saying it. That's a projection. Because I I, I would also say uh, the insecurity may really lie. And and which most women do think that aren't as sexually uh, liberated is that you as a partner, as a man, is going to judge her once this threesome does happen because there's another man in the room. So the fact that you're saying you low key now want to have it, if this is something you really do want to have with your partner, I think that this is now a time to let her know how much you love the idea of pleasing her with another man and how you won't judge her and liberate her to know that you're not really going to think differently of her after after you do this. I would say that that's probably where so um, the insecurity lies more so than her weight. Like I was, yeah. you know, my weight has gone uh, up and down my, my entire life. I don't think that my weight would have ever stopped me from having an MMF threesome. Like I was, I actually did have MMF threesome. <laughs> it would, when I was it fat wouldn't as have fuck. stopped me. So. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. I was going to take them dicks whether you yeah. had these rolls or not. She brought it up. So clearly it wasn't stopping her. Yeah. I don't so, think that's what it is I at all. I don't think it's her weight at all. I don't think all. it's weight, but I do think like, body image can definitely like trigger someone for a threesome. And I know that because like when I was, you know, when I was in a throuple, like I would remember like I was fucking working out like crazy during that week. But like, you were you- also in a in the bed with another woman. So I feel like innately we do kind of sometimes compare ourselves to another nah, woman. That was my girl. Way. It's like when I'm like fucking another woman, it's just like we're so I, different and it's so hot. And like we're like even just the way I, I watching feel, another woman come. It's I so think right. guys are even checking me out more, though. Yeah, so so, but to me, I ain't. I got a pussy. The niggas only want a hole anyway. So you got the mouth. The, it's the, not gonna the get competitive. Like, it's about like dick sucking. Nah, but it's not gonna be about like. Yeah, no. I don't think I'm insecure though. My weight has never like really determined like how many dicks I wanted to take. I'll tell you that. Here's what I think happened with this couple because commonly what happens like this person brought up to her partner and was just like, "Hey, I want to have an MMF." That's brave. That's first off brave. That is to do brave because she doesn't know how he's going to take it, and he honestly ended up taking it very well. He said that he wasn't interested at first, so she probably is like, "Okay, I'm not going to bring that up again," and that's why she's yes. not bringing it up again. Look, look how does yeah, yeah. making this shit a whole fan you know fiction I mean? story. Like, well, what really happened was, I, I would also say as well, this is someone that you plan on marrying. Uh, I don't even know why the question was there. One hundred percent, the other man should wear a condom because you definitely don't want him to get a little pre jizz up in that pussy, and then you out here married to a woman <laughs> carrying the baby of another man. Yeah, I think that just STDs is a great go. Well, that's too. Yeah. That too. Uh, so yeah, I would definitely Maybe say like a the con- pre-jizz and then you already married, so then you can't really do it. <laughs> and then you're gonna have to have an abortion. And he's not gonna gonna want to go with you because it might not be his. Damn. That's really what you just or did. You just did other that. advice though, especially for threesome. I'm like, I teach classes on threesomes because I've had so many. Good we get so and really sick of threesome ones. questions, actually. But, but in general, I mean, and this is for kink or anything, but focus on, especially with these two people talking, of how you want to feel. And then you'll be able to tell like what kind of threesome you want. So if she wants to feel like a door, then it's like, yeah, both of your attention on her. If does she want to feel used, maybe Eiffel Tower her. 
Hmm. Oh, I never What's thought of that. What I is the feeling the that she wants? Threesome advice I've ever heard. On that podcast. really yeah. is, and we gave a whole bunch of bullshit threesome <laughs> advice, and never gave this one because yeah. I, I never thought about that. How do I want to feel? Both. Yeah, I want you to like when we get in there, right? Like make me feel like a fucking whore. But the second I'm finished, like you know what I mean, like hold me because I'm not a whore. <laughs> You're not look. No, I am. But like, you know what I'm saying? Just like treat me nicely. Like I need a lot of aftercare after really nasty shit. Like real I, nasty shit. Hold me. I think that that is one of the advice we have given. Like, I think we all we all think of when we ask about threesomes, what this looks like. And, and in terms of feeling, yes. Why do you want it? And we all will determine what it looks like. But not yeah. only that, what does it look like after? And we yeah. talked about that, too. Like, does this person stay? Does this person cuddle yeah. as well? Like, is there any sort of attention that we plan to give them after? Is it like Especially and I think that we don't have dynamic that. of a couple and then a third. Yeah. As the person who's like literally always the third. And I'm trying to get a unicorn in now and I have no fucking clue. But I have a partner now where I think. And and he's like, he he's convinced I just want a unicorn because he's like, just say you want pussy. Like, that's what you want one for. And I'm like, no, but you're a partner that we communicate so well. If it's any time for me to try non-traditional type of relationship, you know, paths, yeah. I would want that to be with you. To What's see your if- favorite number of people to have sex with? One. But I did have a really good time with eight. Five? Why five? Because no one's ever left out. Wait, really? Oh, because it's six? Just because, I don't know, there's just like combinations. There could be like two and three, all five. And like, it just is like a good number. I did eight one time and it was really good. It was yeah. it was at NSFW. There was me me and my partner and then three other couples. And I thought that that was cool too. I, I would say I would like even numbers. Hmm. But now that you say it, there was two girls on him. So there was always a guy left out. I would say there I was definitely always a guy out. left out. Because I just be like masturbating. So I like much. being the center of attention. Total cut queen. Oh, that's like I love a good cuckold. And honestly, there was a girl I had sex with with Old Bear. I remember, well, I was going to say last year, but it wasn't. We were fucking everybody in last lap during 2019. (laughs) And and, uh, seriously, that's like where all the threesomes happen. And this girl was like really confused. She felt like I wasn't happy that she was there because I kept pushing away but i was like no like i don't think you understand like yeah i like making out cool but like i just really need to masturbate to this. <laughs> and i felt bad because she was like stopping having sex i'm like no 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 no, go do this do you want me to be a cheerleader bitch because oh, you're great. a whole cut then for real for oh real. my god i love do you that. give direction or do you like them no, to bro, don't even illustrate just, if you can talk to me talk to me i don't even i come so fast in threesomes it's sick like it's so bad I think when I, I was in a throuple, someone hates that you say that all the time. <laughs> How easy you come. I come so much. I, and no, no, I no. I, let me explain. Like, it, you. I say that because sometimes I'm completely wiped out. So it is very exhausting when you come quick and you're like, oh, it took a lot out of you because I don't know which one I'm going to have. I want to always going to be jealous of someone else's sexual. You experience. know what I mean? Yeah. That, That's that true. Part. But I, I want to come quick, but some people don't squirt quick. So, you know. But if I didn't come quick, then I could last longer. But sometimes I come and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. It feels so bad. Like, I'm a giver, but I literally can't even lift my Oh, yeah, no, nah, that'd be me. I'd be like, like, sit on my face. I'd be like, my nigga, I'd be like, all right, that's it. I'm done. I'm tapped out. I'd be tapping out. I'd be tapped. But then I'll just, like, watch. I, that's what. That's when I prefer to watch is after I've already been, like, fucked out. Uh and I also just prefer to watch. I like watching men suck dick. That's my favorite. Oh, see, I, so you have I, a lot of I have yet to do that. Have I what? Do you have a lot of bi threesomes? Like, uh, that's that is my preference. But like, I'm really into one of my favorite submissives is a cuckold, and like, I'm really into also creating these like moments with him where 
it's like a buy threesome, but then there's a power dynamic. You mean forced yes. buy threesomes? Forced That's buy, a, or it's like, or he's the combat consensual forced buy threesome. Yeah. Yeah. Consensual for, <laughs> so if you guys want to actually like look that up, what she's talking about, I watch it. So I, I do watch that as well. Forced buy threesomes are like so fire because you be like come and eat it out of him. Like, eat, it out, eat it out. Yeah, of me. that should like, be good. All right. Anyway, if you guys uh, enjoyed our podcast, go on to our Patreon. Horrible decisions. It's the backslash because you can't search it because we're horrible. It's the backslash. Um, but Lola, <laughs> you see I really I think I'm gonna buy your series. That sounds really fun yeah. to watch. I'm excited to see you it. Want me to give y'all like a code for horrible decisions, listeners? Hell yeah, that yeah. Want to make it up right now? Yeah. yeah. What do you want it to say? What do you want it to be? Horrible. Horrible. Horhive. Horhive. Let's make it. Horhive. Horhive. How much did I get off? Uh, you can you not put right, that on like, the podcast? Oh. Yeah, we'll put it in the description of this episode. We'll put it in the description. We'll put it in the description of this episode. Um, and let everyone know to where they can find you, where they can find your site, and um, anything related to the even courses and stuff that you give. Yeah, so it's lolajean.com and then my handle for everything is lolajean.com with the D O T spelled out, and there's like everything from dominatrix like learning series to like pegging workshops and there's I love a good sex ed class I love also if it. you're tired and run through of Mandy and I on horrible decisions check us out on our other podcast every Tuesday there's for fact's sake with Eddie Delisepi and we talked about piss and shit last week yeah. and then you guys can always check out on Mondays right after you listen to horrible decisions my period sis podcast that is presented hey. by my company official box owner if you guys are watching on YouTube you see two of my products here on the table I have launched my own products. So I have apple cider vinegar gummies as well as Bork acid suppositories and hopefully getting a CBD lube uh, by the end of the year. Those are three fantastic things. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm really working on, on bridging. Lola's the, ready to put them in right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm really working on bridging the gap between feminine hygiene and the bedroom because I think both go hand in hand and we don't really. Let's bridge more gaps, no, how much, man. No? Come and use all of those products at What the Fuck Media Studios where well, no, I hey, have learned. They can't. Oh, I don't know if you want them to use the boric acid. They just here. have to put it in their mouth, right? No, no, not the boric acid. I'm sorry, I, I was looking at the gun. By the way, please, <laughs> please, please, please read the instructions because boric acid, although they are vegan capsules, should not be taken orally. They should be suppository. Also, lube them up a little bit. Sometimes they get sticky when they go in because I use two. I use a boric acid suppository and I use tea tree, and those slide in with the boric acid. I've noticed I'm, I may have to spit on it sometimes. I'd be like, Ooh, she's sticking in my puss. Yeah, and then um, also on. Tuesdays, guys, you can go on over and listen to me at See The Thing Is um, with my bomb-ass co-host, my, my dog, uh, Bridget Kelly. She was also a guest here on Horrible Decisions talking about how she is a cheater. So y'all can go back into that archive and listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen to her talk about being a cheater. Um, but also, we're going to leave you guys with a five-minute bonus clip. Before we also go out, one moment, I want to give a shout-out to one of our listeners, her name is because she she wrote me uh well actually her friend wrote me shout out to brandon uh but shout out to brianna myers brianna myers uh recently broke up with her nigga and i just want to give a round of applause round of applause for breaking up with your nigga uh so shout out to brianna myers before we <laughs> like yeah breaking up with him yeah just break, break break up with any nigga that ain't treating you right all 2021 y'all break up with them niggas anyways watch us on youtube uh Follow us on all of our social media platforms and we are going to leave you guys off with a five minute bonus clip of our bonus content and we hope that you enjoy. And this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye.
Old Bay finally redeemed himself with that shitty ass friends or angels card. That's hilarious. Oh my how'd he, God. How'd he redeem it? What was the card? So I wasn't really hinting at it. He says I was hinting at it. I felt like I wasn't, but I've been wanting to buy a Prada bag. I just was kind of confused which one, but he got me the St. Laurent bag. And in the card, he put, even though I'm super proud of you, St. Laurent will look better. <laughs> Love you. And I was that like, that is hilarious. Now I'm not an angel anymore. <laughs> nah, I had a really cool birthday, man. I had a really cool video that, um, Andrew and Charlotte jumped in for like birthday message and Akash, it was so adorable. I saw I, that was super cute. Yeah, it was really cute. I felt really bad because I didn't plan on doing anything for Alex's birthday. But after I saw the video, I booked a flight to go see him. And then uh, <laughs> I came home, had to work. It was just a lot. But it was a cool birthday because I, I mean, you had your 30th, but I know it's probably the same feeling like just being around people you care about is really nice. Well, I mean, that was the most important thing for me. And of course, I mean, my 30th birthday uh, the actual day I was flying back from Mexico to to New York because I had to record the following day. And then, of course, I celebrated my 30th birthday uh, in a hurricane with the people I loved. So it doesn't I mean, really matter. Right. It's like wherever you're at. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I look back on it now and my 30th birthday, like week, literally, uh, I sold out my first, my very first e-commerce subscription box. You and I, uh, the like a week before, announced our signing to Black Effect. The week of, I signed with uh, Joe Budden's network for the other pod. And I literally, three months later, I, I moved. And, and so the way I entered my 30s was far beyond any way in which I would, because I also came back to someone that I, that I truly love and that supports me. And I don't think at any point in time, even starting this podcast, that I think I would enter my 30s financially secure and in love with a partner and doing what I truly love to do. And I know that right now you have so much going on with your studio, with the TV show, with this podcast. And to be just 30 and realizing as well that everyone around us is a decade older than us, we're so afar and being able to enjoy the fruits of our labor at such a younger age than everyone else around us. And it's been incredible. I'm not going to lie. I entered my thirties, like just super blessed. And I, I couldn't imagine being where I am today. I, I definitely didn't imagine me having a nigga. I'll tell y'all that. No, nah, man, and, like it's that 30. That's interesting. I didn't, I forgot about your, you selling out the box the week of your birthday. Yeah. Like yeah, I was on the doing set. the breakfast club yeah. on the same day of wrapping my first TV show. Like, and then my birthday. It literally yo, was the same day, by the way. Yo, like, that's why my makeup was I ain't going to hold, hold you, bitch. You came in with your makeup, B. And I was like, all right, this bitch is trying to upstage me or <laughs> breakfast club. No, but, I I also no knew, but, I, but I also knew you had already said, because you were trying to find out when we were going to leave. I knew that it was your last day of shooting. And uh, again, knowing that the next day it was your birthday. And these are the milestones that, we've reached both in the week of our 30th. I think our, it's, it's also telling and almost foreseeing of what both of our futures uh, life as, as that for our was the, the dopest thing. And ab about that whole thing is just seeing what's happening, like just on mm -hmm. the 30th to know we hit this milestone. But yeah. it's funny with the makeup because we recorded the breakfast of it. Well, we had to come early as well. We had to come in at eight for COVID testing, bitch. She came and did my makeup at 615, right? <laughs> Can I be honest with you? That's the only reason why I keep Keiko. Shout out to Keiko. Keiko, we met during our salty shoot. She's the only person that when I need her, 
will show up and come to me. These other artists, be bitch. If I come to you, it's another, it's an additional $300. Like these makeup artists Son, be crazy be with they fucking travel Let prices. me tell you something. Nigga. When you fuck with a makeup artist, and this is one reason that to me, it hit me. She getting paid. I'm not going to say how much, but five times what I pay her. She's about to have TV credits. She was on payroll, travel expenses covered meals. Like she did my makeup for, and I paid a decent rate. I would say average for New York or whatever, but like you will look out, bro. Cause we're both about to be bigger than we are. And when she did fucking 12 rounds of makeup on set and has all this shit now, now she can charge more and has a portfolio. And that's, I mean, I, I, I ain't called you Letitia. So I sold pretty much the team that was for our, uh, salty shoot. I've loved, I loved how they made my hair and makeup look. I said, Ooh, I like y'all. Mm-hmm. I use them for as much as I could in that first year. And bitch was throwing them pennies when I could afford them. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The, I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends. 